varieties of trust in preschoolers' learning and practical decisions. Testimony provides children with a rich source of information about the world. Much work has examined how preschool-aged children evaluate testimony, showing that children prefer to learn from agents who are more accurate, knowledgeable, and well-informed. Preschoolers also monitor probabilistic or relative evidence about accuracy, evidence about perceptual access to relevant information, and overt evidence about expertise. In addition, preschoolers base learning decisions on moral information, attractiveness, group membership, and age, suggesting that children consider not only epistemic competencies when learning from others, but a variety of moral and interpersonal characteristics as well. What does such selectivity reflect? On one view, children's selective trust in testimony is conceptualized as a rational inference based on a range of evidence about an agent's knowledge and intent. This evidential approach has launched a set of important questions regarding children's abilities to use evidence both positive and negative to mitigate testimonial risks. However, a dimension lost by focusing on the evidentiary value of testimony are the various interpersonal reasons that testimony provides to addressees to trust an agent. Thus, another way we might understand the trust elicited in selective social learning is to consider that a hearer's decision to trust a speaker can be based in interpersonal considerations. Indeed, there may be interpersonal epistemic reasons to believe someone that are not solely based in a listener's ability to predict a speaker's knowledge or goodwill. This leaves open another sense in which children can trust others, taking them at their word, without knowing very much about them or even having evidence against them. In the current study, we used commitments to elicit interpersonal trust in our target agent. Children interacted with an agent in an art project task, similar in design to Kid et al.'s. To produce violations of interpersonal trust, we presented two types of bad interpersonal agents one who failed to have good intentions, and one who failed to deliver good outcomes in contrast to a good baseline agent with good intentions, and who delivered good outcomes. We thus explored the extent to which interpersonal violations of trust both in terms of intention and outcome would influence children's practical decisions to delay gratification, to share a limited resource and their epistemic learning decisions to ask her for information and to endorse her claims. If interpersonal violations of trust are simply treated as inductive evidence about the reliability or goodwill of the agent, then we expect such information to broadly move children's learning and practical decisions. But, if interpersonal violations of trust constitute a violation of children's interpersonal decisions to trust a speaker, then such violations might influence children's interpersonal decisions, decisions to wait for the agent and to share with her, rather than their epistemic decisions to learn. Much interest in testimonial learning has focused on children's selective trust in testimony, however, the precise nature of this trust remains unknown. In the current study, we presented children with one kind of interpersonally bad agent one who invoked an interpersonal violation of trust by failing to deliver a desired item or one who failed to withhold a desired item. These failures both reflect failed commitments that were stated directly to participants. 
We found that this manipulation reduced three- and four-year-olds' decisions to wait for and share with E1, but did not similarly reduce their decisions to seek or endorse information offered by her. To account for this dissociation, we suggest distinguishing between cases of epistemic or evidential trust from interpersonal trust. In cases of epistemic trust, decisions to accept what someone claims are responsive to different types of inductive evidence that bear on the claim, e.g., such as the listener's prior knowledge and/or the speaker's certainty, prior reliability, their expertise, moral behavior, etc. In cases of interpersonal trust, when we trust someone who made a commitment or promise to us, we do so not because we have collected the evidence after all, whether they keep their commitment is up to them, not us. 24, 27. Rather, when a speaker makes a commitment to act in a specific way to a listener, she offers an answer to the question of what she will do. If the listener accepts her answer in the spirit in which it is given, the listener has decided to trust the speaker interpersonally, taking her at her word. Published August 2018 by Apesh in Plus One. Get the full reference in the show notes.